Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hey, good morning everybody. This is Katrina Fava and you're listening to the very first ever show of Messy Adventures in Living on A to Zen FM. Thank you so much for listening in. Thanks for joining me this morning. Um, so where should we start? So in true Messy Living style, I have really nothing scripted or planned for this show. People have been asking me what my show is going to be about today and I'm like, I'm going to know, no, exactly. You're going to see what happens when I start talking. So, so here we go. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about me. Um, some of you might know me. Some of you may not. So I will give you a little peek into my universe. Um, my name is Katrina. I am, I am, I don't know. I do and I be a whole bunch of different things. So one of the things I do a lot is that I'm a mom. Um, I do that pretty much all day long. So I'm a mom of three really awesome kids. They're 11 and 8 and 5. Uh, I'm also a registered nurse. I'm a pediatric nurse. Um, I work uh, in Toronto at a really fantastic hospital called the Hospital for Sick Children. I've been doing that for about 18 years. I love working with kids there. Um, and um, maybe about seven years ago, I started to look into some other things. I uh, started my own business. I began teaching uh, baby massage classes, and then I started teaching kids yoga. And a little um, more recently, I began teaching uh, something called groove dance. And about six years ago, um, things really started to kind of turn in a different direction in my life. I uh, came upon the tools of access consciousness, which if you don't know, is this really cool and really weird uh, body of work that uh, offers some tools that you can use to change anything that's going on in your life or um, if your life is totally awesome, you can use the tools to uh, create something even greater. And so since then, I've been playing with these really cool tools and looking at where I can create greater in my life and it's been really fun. And uh recently I have chosen to become a radio host, as you can see, so now I'm adding that to my plethora of uh, things that I like to to play with in my life. So I was let's I mean, this show is messy adventures in living. So where did this where did this where did this title come from? You might be wondering. I uh I uh, had been a guest on A to Zen a couple of times, and I realized how much fun it is for me to just talk, which is actually not really new information. I've been my mom always teases me and said I've been talking since the second I came out of the womb, out of the womb. Uh, um, and I realized how much fun I was having just kind of talking to people over the radio, and so I um, decided to choose it and decided to just have my own show. So here I am. I was originally um, going to call this radio show "Adventures in Parenting" because. You know, my three kids is just being a mom's kind of a, a big piece of my life. And 
and I wanted to be able to kind of talk about everything and not just parenting. And so when I was playing with titles, the word, word messy came up, uh, interestingly, because I just uh, had been having a conversation with my mom. And if my, my mom is listening, hi, mom, thanks for contributing to the title of my show. And my mom was telling me about how, um, you know, she really was concerned that my house is really messy and I kind of have a lot of things going on. And she was a little bit worried about, Maybe I have too much going on in my life and, like, I should kind of take a break. And so I went home really looking at this idea of of messiness for me. And, you know, the word messy, I don't know about you guys, but the word messy has been in my universe since uh, since I can remember. And I I have been looking at this and I've been using the tools of access to change messiness. Uh, and... You know, this conversation that I had with my mom kind of led me to adding the word messy to the title of my radio show because I kind of was like almost poking fun a little bit at myself. And like I've been looking at how I can embrace this thing about being messy and how I can actually maybe even enjoy being messy because messy for me has been never been uh, anything that's been considered positive. I've judged myself for being messy since I was extremely little. So I just added the word messy in there and messy adventures in living and then I started to realize actually how cool that is. And I started to look at how cool it could be if you were just willing to jump in and get messy in your life. And how much more fun you could have if you didn't judge being messy and try to stick yourself in this straight, neat, linear world. Yeah, yay. Somebody in the chat room. So... Thanks for um, joining us in the chat room. And if you are new to A to Zen and you do not know how to get in the chat room, if you're on A to Zen FM, there is a little um, little icon at the top that says chat room. You can click on it and enter a name. You don't have to put your real name. You can enter whatever name you like, and you can join us in the chat room there and ask some questions, or you can um, contribute some of your own stories about what messiness is for you. So anyways, this is how we arrived at this show, Messy Adventures in Living. It's kind of something I know just a little bit about because it's been something in my world my whole life. So what? What is being messy? What is being messy? What is it? So I'll tell you what it's been for me. I think I touched on it already. Being messy for me has been uh, always been an extremely negative thing. It's always been something I've been trying to fix. So I've been trying to fix messy for pretty much 41 years. Um, and I never considered that I could have fun being messy, although I think I actually do have a lot of fun being messy. Um, but I never embraced it, and I always judged it. So how many of you have judged being messy? And how many of you are do not consider yourself messy and would never even entertain the idea of being messy because you really don't like mess. And what could change for you if you allowed yourself to be messy? So if you look at what's the, the judgment underneath messy, what is that? What will happen if you're messy in your life? Yeah, 
So someone in the chat room is saying, yeah, I've done judgment of messy a lot. Yeah, no kidding. Huh? Me too. Um, what happens when you're messy? Like, what's the, what's the big deal about being messy? Like, why are people so hung up on being messy? <clears throat> and I, you know, I think it's connected to the idea that if you're messy, you're going to make a mistake or, um, things are not going to go right or, um, you're going to choose something and it's going to be the wrong choice. You know, it starts really early in school. Your printing has to be really neat. Um, yeah, but no control of it too. Um, you know, it's so out of control to be messy. And a lot of times we don't like the feeling of being out of control. Um, if that's a kind of an interesting concept, I actually can look at a lot of places in my life where I feel a lot more in control when I'm messy, to be really honest. Um, when I feel like I have to put things into a straight line and I have to um, line everything up straight, I actually feel extremely contracted and really stressed. Um, I feel a lot more in control of my life when when I can let go and not judge my messiness and just do things and be the way I like to be. Um, when I'm trying to create, and if I'm trying to create in a very linear way, that's actually not fun for me, and it actually feels really um, unpleasant. So that's, yeah, that's a really interesting concept. So Rhonda in the chat room is just talking about how she has been li living with a military stepdad for her young life, and she was forced to not be messy and despised having to follow someone else's structure and significance about order, tidiness, neatness, etc. Ugh, exactly. So, like, if you can tap into the energy of those words, um, forced not to be messy, despised, um, structure, significance, order, tidiness, neatness. I mean, I don't know about you, but <laughs> that doesn't make me feel very joyful. And so, um, I think, I think too, what happens is that people will say, well, joy and joy and just kind of going with the flow is not what life is about. You know, life is about getting serious and, um, you know, setting up your life and making sure you have a productive life and making sure you have um, a job when you finish school and, um, you know, you meet the love of your life and you get married and you have a house and you have the white picket fence. So, of course, if you're messy, those things might not happen. And then, oh, my God, then what? Um, then you're not going to fit into the box of this reality. And that would be that would be pretty horrible, right? Or not. <laughs> so I just want to know what's going on for you guys. Like, what comes up when you, when you think of the word messy? What exactly does that mean for you? I was actually looking at um, my connection with the word messy and the word lazy. Yes, emotionally unstable. Yeah, cool. Thank you, Christine, in the chat room. Emotionally unstable, chaos. Yeah, and who says that messy is chaos? Um, you know, have you ever heard the term organized chaos? A lot of times um, people have come... Um, to help me tidy up. And my mom, a lot of times, would um, tidy up my desk when I was a kid and doing my homework. And then, of course, I would always come home and get really upset because then I didn't know where anything was because I would say, it looks like a mess to you. Just leave it alone. I know where my stuff is. 
Yes, so Keisha in the chat room is saying that messy is more true, more natural, more spontaneous, and freedom for me. Absolutely, Keisha, like that's exactly what it is for me too. I feel so much more true to myself, so much more natural and spontaneous when I can, when I'm not trying to fit myself into this straight line. And it's kind of the visual I have when I think of organization, like this straight, straight, straight line. Um, so, and, and, um, it's not to say that I don't enjoy organization, and I think maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that after the break. Um, this interesting dynamic for me of being really messy, quote-unquote messy, and at the same time really desiring a clean, neat environment. Um, so in the chat room, we have that um, someone's son was diagnosed as brilliant, uh, and when the doctor said that, I said, then why is he so messy? And the doctor said, it's a trait of very intelligent people. Awesome. That's really cool. My mom um, used to say that to me all the time. She would say, like, <laughs> sorry, in the chat room, we're in fabulous company, a bunch of messy creators in the chat room. <laughs> um, yeah, my mom used to say that to me, too. She'd say, I don't understand. Like, how can you be so smart and so brilliant at school? And then you're such a disaster when you're at home. And so I, and then I was like, I don't know, you know, and so I started to buy it and I was like, wow, I don't really get it. I don't know how I can be so brilliant and sexy. Like, what is wrong with me? It's, it's really, really um, awful. I should be, I should be brilliant in every single area of my life. I should be neat and tidy and organized and imagine how much more I could, could do if I was organized. That was the other big kind of looming thing was like, wow, I'm a great creator and I'm brilliant. But um, I'm a mess, and so I'm holding myself back by being a mess. I could be more if I was not so much of a mess, which is kind of an interesting point of view um, and possibly not even true. So we are going to take a little break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A to NFM with myself, Katrina Fava. And when we come back for the break, we are going to talk a little bit about messiness and brilliance. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on a2zen.fm how much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices what would you say if i told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing thousands of people all over the world have what am i talking about it's called access consciousness the bars the Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. 
The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more messy adventures. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on FM with myself, Petrina Fava. So, I actually forgot what I said we were going to talk about when we came back from break. <laughs> But that's okay. So, um, actually, you know, what I was just considering, which I think was really funny, is that um, I chose this time slot kind of pretty quickly, and I thought uh, I dropped my kids off at 8.30, um, and uh, Christine, the producer, was like, okay, Petrina, like 8.30, the the show starts at 9. Are you going to be able to, like, get home in time? Like, what if they forget their lunch? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine. Trust me, it's fine. And it's so funny because this is true Petrina style, and if my mother's listening, I'm sure she's laughing because I do everything totally last minute and I like to like you know slide in to to slide in what's like what's I'm having that visual of like the baseball diamond you know like I like to just slide in the last second <laughs> so it's really funny that I chose this time and actually um even more so because this getting my getting up and getting oh home plate thank you Keisha. <laughs> sliding into home plate like at the last second you know or like scoring that goal right before the uh, overtime bell goes off or whatever that is in hockey. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I was just looking at this morning, like, what a great time to have a Messy Adventures in Living show, 9 o'clock, because uh, set like 7 to 8, absolutely the messiest time of my day as I'm trying to get my three kids off to school. And, um, you know, in case you, you probably guessed this already, but I usually don't prepare my kids' clothes before <laughs> Before we go to bed, sometimes I do, um, and I, um, you know, really try to judge myself into making my kids lunches the night before, but I usually really don't want to because I'm pretty tired, and so I'm usually scrambling to make them in the morning, so, <laughs> of course, my husband and I are, like, scrambling around this morning trying to get lunches packed and, and um, you know, finding uh, socks for the kids and that kind of fun fun stuff. So, yeah, I think it's hilarious that I am uh, doing this show at 9 o'clock right after my most messiest time of the day. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, um, just a reminder, if you'd like to call in, I would love to talk to you. I have no problem sitting here talking to you guys over the air. <laughs> um, but it's really fun for me to um, interact and play with other people. So if you would like to call in, um, the numbers are eight. Uh, sorry, in the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. And in the U.K., 
888-346-0625. Or you can jump into the chat room on FM. Just log in with some name. It doesn't have to be your real name. You can call yourself whatever you want. And we can chat. You can tell me about some of your awesome, messy adventures. Um, so, you know what actually I would like to talk about is the awareness I've had just recently. So, looking at this idea of messy and like, um, I have a very, this, this, there's this distinction in my world, um, between messy and lazy. And, you know, I, I have, I've been called lazy a lot. Uh, and probably actually really judge myself for being lazy. And when I look, and I've always had this like fury anytime that that word comes up. Like somebody calls me lazy, and I seriously just want to punch them in the face. Um, and in, in one of the tools of Access Consciousness, um, so Access is this set of tools, uh, like I said, that you can use to change something in your life, and it's based on this idea of um, asking questions. And one of the tools is that like. Sometimes anger, we've misidentified anger as potency. And um, so when you look at the things that make you angry, um, are you actually being potent and are you aware of a lie? So a lot of times when you look at something that makes you furiously angry, you can ask yourself, like, what's the lie? Um, And so when I look at being called lazy and I want to throat punch somebody every time that happens, I'm looking at, like, okay, what's the lie there? And obviously I know that it's a humongous lie, Rhonda. Well, yeah, how much of it is a lie? I'm a nurse with three kids. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sorry, but there's no fucking way. I'm not lazy. I know I'm not lazy. I work my ass off. And if this is your first time on A to Zen and you have kids in the room, I will swear. So you, yeah, just know that I may swear. <laughs> Anyways, um, so, yeah, it's a huge lie. And I know it. And I've known it since I was a kid. It's like, get out of here. Don't be lazy. I I work my ass off and I am willing to work and I am not lazy. Um, so what what has happened though is that I've connected messiness with being lazy and I would look at it and be like, well, yeah, it's true, right? Because look, I don't want to do the dishes. Like I don't want to, I don't want to fold the clothes and like I don't want to mop the floor. God, like I'm so lazy. And what I know now is that what I have judged myself as being lazy is actually my complete and utter unwillingness to do something that is fucking boring. That is what it is. I'm not. And I've looked around at people who will be like, well, yeah, but the dishes have to get done, right? So, like, just suck it up and, like, come on. You know, like, you can't just do the dishes for 10 minutes and then stop. But it gets boring for me, so I stop. And I have judged that as lazy but what it is for me is my complete unwillingness to do something that's freaking boring I, I will not that's not I that's not what I desire for my life um and so like how many of you guys have judged yourself for being lazy when actually you're when when you're doing something that's totally fun for you you're all in where if you, you're just bored and you know we are trained to push past boredom and do something anyways even if it's boring as hell because those are the things we're supposed to do in life you're supposed to do dishes and wash the floor and so you just push through it suck it up suck it up and that for me has been a huge no in my life it's like no i'm sorry 
that doesn't work for me. I don't like it. I don't want to spend my life doing something that I hate doing. Yeah, so um, <laughs> uh, Eleanor in the chat room uh, is saying that she's noticed that um, since starting to use the tools of access, I don't do housework the way I used to. Yeah, oh my God. Tell me about it. So it's so funny because, okay, here's a hilarious story. So I took a, a class with Mr. Gary Douglas, who's the founder of Access Consciousness, and I asked him about this, of course, because it's been so huge in my world. And um, at the end of the class, he said to me, now go home. I, I went to thank him, and he said, go home. and Now go home and clean your house. And I actually told him to fuck off. I told Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, to fuck off. <laughs> In a very loving way. <laughs> um, and so I, I went home and I started to notice that I actually had even less motivation to clean my house. And I was like, well, what the hell? These tools are supposed to help me get better, right? Get get better. Uh, these tools are supposed to help me fix my problems, which is actually not true of access consciousness at all. It's nothing about fixing your life at all. Um, but that's kind of what I thought was going to happen. It's like, oh, I'm going to go home. I'm going to like suddenly enjoy cleaning my house it's gonna be awesome and the more time went on the messier my house actually got like i, I think at the moment the state of my house is probably the worst it's ever been <laughs> um and you know what i noticed yeah what is that eleanor i have no interest in cleaning so tell me something like how much has your cleaning been motivated by judgment Right? So that that's what I started to see. That was my awareness. It's like my whole life, anytime I have really cleaned my house, what has been behind it has been judgment. Oh my God, somebody's coming over. Hurry up. Clean the house because then they're going to think I'm a disgusting pig. Judgment, judgment, judgment. Go, 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 go. Oh my God, it's I'm awful. Look, look at this mess. Judgment, judgment. And so you go to these classes and Access talks a lot about dropping judgment and eliminating judgment from your universe. And instead of functioning from motivation, um, functioning from choice. And so I know that the reason that my the pile is getting bigger and bigger is because all of a sudden I'm in a place where I don't function so much from judgment anymore. And I look at what, what would I choose? So um, I was unwilling to choose a housekeeper. And to be really honest, at this moment, I'm still unwilling. So here I am in my really messy room talking, talking to you guys <laughs> over the airways. Um, yeah, light bulb moment, Eleanor. Totally, right? The whole judgment thing. Everything around clean, like messiness is is judgment. And it's not to say that cleaning your house is bad. There's a lot of people who love to clean um, and that's awesome. And there's a lot of people who it's actually really fun to organize. I know. I, I have people like this in my life. I've talked to people who actually really have a lot of fun cleaning and have a lot of fun organizing. And it's great. It, it has nothing to do with um, judging the fact that, you know, messiness is great and being clean and organized is, is not brilliant because that's, that's not true at all. Um, it's just that for those people who don't enjoy cleaning or being neat, um, it ends up becoming the motivation to do it is judgment. And so when judgment starts to fall away in your universe, all of a sudden, <laughs> you're like, oh, now I have choice. What am I going to choose? Yeah. So, yeah, you're welcome, Eleanor. That was huge for me, too. So now we have choice, right? So we don't have to do anything from judgment anymore. So we can choose to live in messiness and not judge it and just kind of enjoy it. Or we can choose to employ some of those people who is who have a lot of fun cleaning and have a lot of fun 
um, organizing and pay them and contribute to their life by paying them. And um, and then, uh, yeah, they're happy because they're having fun. We're happy because we're having fun doing other things besides cleaning. Kind of works, right? <laughs> cool. All right. So what else shall we talk about? So I no longer judge myself when I choose a house cleaner. Yeah. Cool. So so what's that about? So, yeah, thank you. So let's talk a little bit about that. So I, I had huge judgments of that for a really long time. Like, And I think some of it I started to – I kind of bought from people around me where I would hear, you know, my friends um, talk about, like, I don't want people in my house. Like, I don't want people to be looking in my underwear drawer. And, you know, that's there's judgment behind that too, right? So um, how many of you guys know people whose house is, like, pin straight and – they still don't want anybody looking in their cupboards or they still don't want anyone looking in their refrigerator. <laughs> Christine's saying, I have pretty underwear. Yes, you do have pretty underwear. I, I yeah, I've seen your underwear. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, like, so there's just so much, ju- there, there's an element of judgment and just to, to some of, or, or, you know, I, I don't want a house cleaner because then they're going to go in my drawers or I don't want a house cleaner because they could steal my money or, you know, so many reasons and justifications. But for me, there was a big, there was a lot of judgment around that. Like, it, it's wrong to have a house cleaner. Like, what's your problem? You're the wife. You're the mother. Do it yourself. Um, you know, that's not how we do it. You know, that's not how we do it in this family kind of thing. Um, yeah, so where was I going with that? <laughs> Yeah, so not judge yourself when you choose a house cleaner. So, you know, how how much more could you create if you didn't push um, push through all those things that are really boring for you and push through those things that you actually don't enjoy doing because this reality tells you you should do them. Um, I always joke with people and I say, like, look, you know, when I die and go to heaven, I'm pretty sure God is not going to say to me, you know what, Katrina, like, uh, you know, 1,000 days out of 1,002, your house is a mess. You're going to hell. Sorry. You know, like, I'm pretty sure that's not the criteria to get into heaven. <laughs> I've always known that since I was a kid. It's like, this is not, this is not a, the be-all and end-all of life. I've always known that something else is possible. And pushing through something uncomfortable was never really an option for me, um, which which has led to me judging myself for being messy. Uh, so I think we're taking a break. Uh, yeah, let's go to break. Uh, you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on It Is NFM with myself, Katrina Fava. And when we return, we'll continue talking about Messy Adventures. Tuned. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava, every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be 
if you were willing to get messy with your choices. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more messy adventures. Welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on Ada's NFM with myself, Petrina Fava. So, um, during the break in the chat room, there has been quite a bit of really cool conversation, actually, which I will share with you because we are going to go there. Um, so, yeah, one of the um, one of the ladies in the chat room was just looking at um, how she's been having a really heavy menstrual cycle and having a bunch of um, stuff kind of come up around the messiness of uh, having having her period, I guess, and. Um, really trying to get, getting into the space of allowance of all the body stuff around it and the intensity of it. Um, she says, I'm so aware of how many points of view there are that, that this is something dirty, which, you know, we know is a lie. Um, yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Um, it, it, you know, yes, how much is having your menstrual cycle considered to be dirty? or messy. Um, I remember hearing when I was like probably a teenager from someone like a um someone much older, like a grandmotherly figure, about how um in in their culture when you when a woman had their period, they were not allowed to like touch fruit because they would uh cause it to spoil. Uh or like you know, cook or anything like that, which for me would be a great out I would be like, Hey, sorry, I have my period, I can't cook today. But <laughs> That's just me. Um, yeah, like, it, so this reality has made, um, yeah, made it so dirty and, and wrong to have your period and and because it's messy and, like, God forbid you get some on your underwear and somebody sees it because it's it should be so not talked about because it's just something that happens in nature. Like, it's really quite ridiculous when you think about it. Um, so there was something else I wanted to say around that. Yeah, like just the messiness of nature, and we're so unwilling to receive how messy nature is. And 
Yeah, thank you for that, Rhonda, because I was also looking at, like, kids. And and if you look at nature, nature is not straight and narrow and organized. It's so messy. Um, and... Um, and 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 it creates itself from mess. Yeah, so is childbirth. Oh my God, how messy is childbirth, right? Like, and how how much do we try and control that even? And does it work half the time? Childbirth is, is a great example of how we try to control the shit out of our bodies and the shit out of nature. Um, yes, and yet nature is perfectly ordered. Exactly, it is perfectly ordered in its messiness. Um, you know. Uh, do you see animals trying to control the crap out of their lives? Do you see children trying to control the crap out of their their lives? Rhonda in the chat room is saying, watching people manicure their lawns and nature to within an inch of its life uh, here in Texas, the need to make it neat is incessant. Yeah, cool. So um, <laughs> I, I wonder, what does your uh, what does your lawn look like, Rhonda? Because mine is a disaster. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. Uh, so much, so much, this reality can't get enough perfection. Yes, mine is brown, says Keisha. Yeah, mine is full of weeds, actually. (laughs) They will not be controlled. Um, Yeah, I I love this comment, like, and yet nature is perfectly ordered in all its messiness. Um, Kids as well, like, look at kids. It's hilarious to me how we teach kids to we try to teach teach kids to be so neat like um i i my nephew i, I think it doesn't matter um <laughs> who it was but some some kid in my life uh used to like freak out if he dropped like one little tiny drop of ice cream on himself and like it's just it's fine it's not a judgment it's just hilarious like who cares right um like i know kids who won't lie down and roll around in the snow because they don't want to get dirty. And you have to wonder, like, you know, is part of that part of their personality or is it learned? And, um, you know, how much does that create linearity in your life and then and judgment? And how much more could, how much more fun could you have and how much more awesomeness could you be and how much more awesomeness could you create if you were willing to just show up as a total disaster and, and and just let everything spill out of your mouth, kind of like what I'm doing today, <laughs> and just like let it out and and without judgment. Like for me, the messy the messiness and the judgment are so interconnected. Um, and I don't not sure if that's true for everyone, but for me it it has been. And so I can see all the places where I've held myself back because I've been so unwilling to get it wrong, or so unwilling to 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 have people think that I sound stupid or 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 look stupid or anything like that. Um, this reality can't get enough perfection. Yeah, for sure. And actually, thank you for that lead-in. What I the other thing I really wanted to talk about was this interesting dynamic that I have going on, and I'm sure I'm probably the only one, is that I have actually um, judged myself for being extremely messy my whole life, while at the same time kind of feeling like I'm a really big perfectionist. Um, a, a, a hilarious example is a couple of nights ago, I was um, hanging out with Christine, the producer of A to Zen, um, setting up some stuff for the show, and I was like <laughs> t- 
totally like over controlling every word in all my intros and like I don't like the way this sounds and I don't like the way, I don't like heard this voice and <laughs> and I knew I knew what I was doing I'm like my show is called Messy Adventures in the Living and I'm like trying to control the shit out of it because I know that I have both of those things going on I have major perfectionism going on and then total disaster and like I wonder what I could create if I actually stopped judging that as a wrongness <laughs> Um, yeah, totally, yes. I actually read this really interesting article a little while ago about how there is an element of OCD that people don't know or, uh, you know, I guess won't acknowledge. We really consider OCD to be people who are complete neat freaks um, and, you know, like don't like things messy. And this article was talking about how there's actually like this like little side piece to OCD where there are people who are so OCD that they're incredibly messy um, because if they cannot get it 110% perfect, they will not do it. Um, and I, I was like getting tingles up my arm when I was reading that, um, reading that article and, you know, like it, not really from a place of justi- justifying and defending, but it, it was so light for me to read it because I <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what I have going on. Like, I know that I I'll look at something and I know I can't get it 150% perfect. So I'm just like, I'm not doing it. Funny, right? Like, what do we do? It's so funny. And how much of us are doing that with our creations? Yes, exactly, Christine. Like, thank you. Uh, you know, so many of us are desiring to create things in the world. Like, I've had a lot of people say to me, like, wow, Patrina, like, that's really cool that you're doing all these things. Like, I wish I could do that. Well, yeah, who says you can't? Like, are you trying to control the crap out of all your creations? And I think part of, you know, like so many, again, like I said, so many people have been saying to me, how do you do all these things? And in the beginning, I actually used to, in my head, say, actually, I'm not. Like, uh, in my head, I would be like, uh, actually, you should see my house. It's a disaster. So actually, I'm not really as cool as you think I am. Um, But you know what? Like, my willingness to be messy with my business and my willingness to be like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, <laughs> lie, I am cool. Well, I know I'm cool. <laughs> I know that now. But in the beginning, I used to judge it. Um, my willingness to just be messy and like just jump in is actually what has allowed me to create um, a whole bunch of different classes that I can uh, facilitate for people. And, you know, my my business where I, I actually make um, – uh, skincare products, which is a really messy thing to do, and it's fun. Um, so my willingness to be messy has actually been what has allowed me to create a lot of stuff in my life. If I was trying to control the crap out of everything, I would be doing mom and nurse, and that's it. Um, and even that would be hard to to keep straight, right? But, you know, so what how much of what you desire in your life could actually show up if you would just be willing to be vulnerable and, you know, get messy with it, even if it's uncomfortable and even if people are going to judge you for it and even if you think you're going to make some quote-unquote mistakes. Um, And, yeah, like we can start to look at that a little bit. Uh, Oh, my God, it's quarter to ten already. We can start to look at that a little bit after we come back from the break, like this idea of um, choice creates awareness rather than awareness creates choice, which is kind of like, 
you know, the idea of the show is like we keep waiting until we have all the information and all the facts lined up perfectly straight before we make a choice. And it's not that that's necessarily wrong, but what would happen and what would happen if you would be willing to jump in without all the information lined up straight, kind of like um, having waiting for all the lights to be green before you get in your car. I, I only, I don't know about you guys, but I hadn't heard that until a little while ago. And I was like, that makes total sense. Like you don't sit in your house and wait until all the lights are green before you get in because all the lights are never going to be green. You would never drive anywhere. So it's the same thing for your life, right? Like how much are we waiting for all the lights to be green before we make a choice and what would happen if you just got in the car and then, you know, waited to see what showed up. Oh, let me see. Green light, yellow light, red light. Okay. Um, yeah, all the ducks in a row. Exactly. Um, uh, so, yeah, let's take a break. Uh, let me see. what. Here we go. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to break. You're listening to Messy Adventures is Living on A to Zen FM with myself, Petrina Fava. And when we return, we'll talk a little bit more about choice, creativity, awareness, and something else. Stay tuned. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001, 0625 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm 
You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more messy adventures. Hello, welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with, on, not with, A to Zen dot FM with myself, Katrina Vava. So before we were going to break, we were um, talking a little bit about this concept of choice creates awareness. So um, in this body of work called Access Consciousness, there is this idea that choice creates awareness. Awareness does not create choice. So I kind of sometimes hear people saying, well, you can't just jump in because then you might have consequences. There are consequences to your choices, right? I see that my kids are learning this in school already. Um, they go to a Catholic school, so they're talking a lot about like making the right choices and choosing the right friends because you know you want to make sure to make uh, good choices, like judgment, 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 judgment. So you know, and and you might be thinking, well, yeah, you got to make good choices because then you know, something might happen that could be disastrous. So, you know, you might make the choice to have sex and then you're going to end up with a kid and that would be horrible. Um, so, you know, make sure you think hard before you make a choice. And so so this concept of choice creates awareness challenges that a little bit and gets you to look at, like, you know, what have you defined, like, where have you decided that a choice is forever um, and that making a wrong choice is bad? So what if choice only lasted 10 seconds? So if you if you watch, you know, an eight-month-old crawling around on the floor, they do not stress about their choices. Like, they don't look at two, two toys and go, okay, like, if I choose the roly-poly ball and I play with that, then I think the blocks are going to be sad. So... I don't, which, which one should I choose? Like the consequences that the blocks might be sad and then they might come and like haunt me while I'm sleeping. And, you know, the kids don't do that, right? They, they just choose. They look, they're like, huh, uh, I like the ball, playing with the ball. And so, you know, what if you're willing to choose and, and then, and then see what shows up, even if what shows up is something that this reality has defined as, you know, disastrous. Because how much could that actually contribute to your life? And you've heard people talk about this, right? Like we've heard, let's use the pregnancy thing for an example. Like there have been people who have gotten pregnant when they're 16 and then end up with this amazing kid who 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 contributes to their life. And then they go back to school later and they do something that they would never may have chosen before. So uh, we're kind of running out of time, but I'll leave you with that idea of choice creates awareness. Play with that if you want. Um, try it out a little bit. And um, we will be connecting again next week, talking a little bit more about messy adventures. If you would like to connect with me some more, you can find me at patrinafava.accessconsciousness.com. That is my page on the accessconsciousness.com site. Um, You can actually also connect with me on Facebook. I have a Patrina Fava, Fava public figure page as well as a brand new Messy Adventures page where you can come and play with me there. Um, I would love to hear all about your messy adventures. You can ask questions, uh, suggest topics for the next show, uh, anything like that. I also have a website, www.patrinafava.com, where you can find an array of classes that I teach, ranging from baby massage classes to kids yoga and group dance and all of my access consciousness classes that I teach. I'm a bars and body process facilitator. Um, 
the uh, there is also Naturally Happy Body, which lists all of my uh, skincare products that I create messily and happily in my home. Um, so it's www.trinafav.com, and the Facebook uh, link is www.facebook.com forward slash Messy Adventures in Living. Uh, the link to my sites are also located on my replay page. If you would like to go to adazen.fm, um, sorry, adazen.com, if you look under my replay page, which will have a replay of this show, if you'd like to listen to it again, and all my sites are listed there as well. So I think we have seven minutes. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So what uh, what else? What else can I leave you with? So, you know, what if you didn't judge your what if you didn't judge your your choices? What if you didn't judge your messiness? So, you know, maybe over the week you could play with um actually asking yourself, what if my this thing that I've judged as messiness is actually a capacity? So, where is your messiness um actually a capacity or a talent and how can you use that to create awesome stuff in your life um if if you didn't judge the shit out of it basically and uh hmm, what else should we talk about in the chat room (laughs) we have i think six or seven more minutes see messy adventures i thought we were ending but we're not Let's see. So, what else? We have one minute to talk talk about messiness. (laughs) Cool. Hmm. Let's see what else have I got up my sleeve about messiness. I just want to say, Patrina. Oh, hello. (laughs) This is Christine, everyone. Patrina, I just want to say we're thrilled to have you here with (laughs) us. And uh, I just want to rat you out and say you're the woman that started me in access so uh, thanks to you all this craziness began and I'm so glad that you're the messy one that joined us uh, today you're doing brilliant and you have 10 seconds bye awesome thank you Christine thanks everyone thank you so much for joining me my very first messy adventures in living have fun being messy this week talk to you next week at 9am on Monday Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Petrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all. <laughs>